Welcome to the Carrots to Succeed podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Harris. The Carrots to Succeed podcast is about delivering information that support the development of small businesses. We offer suggestions of business improvement for your consideration based on our decades of business ownership and experience. The Courage to Succeed podcast is available on Amazon, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Sponsored by Shore LLC, a full-service small business consulting firm that specializes in deploying first-hand knowledge gained from decades of experience using the resources of time-tested and proven associates to advise and guide you towards a path of successful growth. In other words, we've been there and done that. Today's topic, doing business with the government. I am excited to talk to you today about the government market as a target for business opportunity and growth. The government marketplace, and I am talking about state, local, federal areas, as well as quasi-government organizations like the water, gas, or electric utilities. I love the utilities in this conversation because while they are either public or private, they are subject to very specific government oversight and regulations. This overall marketplace is without doubt one of, if not the largest, areas for business opportunity. Not only is this market segment ripe for opportunity for any size business, it comes with mega resources designed to help you do business with them. Since for the most part, they are taxpayer supported, the information about the government is public and free to anyone. There is also a massive cottage industry around the government market that offers products and services designed to help you to be successful in doing business with the government. There are also at every level and type of government regulations or rules in place that are designed to level the playing field for new businesses, small businesses, or special class businesses. Now, even with all of this support, it can still be a challenge to get started in this market and sometimes difficult to do business with. The rules around doing business with the government are very detailed and often confusing. Doing business with the federal government is very different from doing business with state or local government. So joining this market will require a plan that allow for the opportunity to get to understand the regulations and guidelines around the segment of the government you choose to approach. 
My personal experience has been to start local and work my way up, so to speak. Based on that experience, I like to encourage my clients to follow a similar path. Of course, there are exceptions to this method. If, for example, you worked at some point in or retired from a federal agency and you may have a specialized skill set that you can immediately offer to that agency or similar agencies, it may, it may make sense for you to start at that level. Or perhaps you have developed a unique product and found a specific need within the government market that you may be able to offer directly. However, for most of us, without established relationships, working towards that market will require a plan and strategy. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm excited about today's talk. I was fortunate early in my entrepreneurial experience to get opportunities to work with government agencies. Now, not long after I started my first company, I met another small business owner that had been doing business with the local county government for several years. I shared my interests and uh, capability with that owner of this company and found out that they were looking for a way to add additional resources to the local government agency contract so that they could shift their focus onto other larger opportunities. I then became a subcontractor to, to them and worked on this local county-wide contract for over a year. This was my first entry into the government marketplace and this early experience set the tone for how I would approach government business over the next decade. When the contract was put out to bid at the end of the term, I went to the owners of that company and asked them if they would have an issue with me competing with them for the contract. And this is one of my courage to succeed moments. It took courage to go to the owner that gave me a chance and ask them if I could try to take over their contract. However, to my surprise, they agreed that it was okay with them if I competed on that contract that they introduced me to. This resulted in winning my first multi-year multi government contract award. Let's take a quick break and when we return I'll give you some numbers on just how big the government business opportunity is and try to try to connect the dots on how I built a successful government business strategy. The Carriage to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC, offering business development, customer acquisition, certification applications, proposal writing, and business guidance services. Nobody knows how many federal government agencies exist. 
That is the title of an article that I read recently. The article went on to discuss how massive the government is and how almost every government watch group lists a different number when trying to count the number of agencies. My best guess from reading through that article and doing other research is there are over 300 agencies and that's just the federal government. Then you have state governments, counties, municipalities, boroughs, parishes, cities, towns, and villages. There are also school districts, public parks, public libraries, public transportations, and reservations. You then have gas, electric, and water utilities. This represents thousands of governmental organizations or quasi-governmental organizations throughout the country, and they buy everything that you can imagine. This provides for a lot of opportunities to build a business with the government as a focus or an addition to your business portfolio. That's why I'm so excited to share this with you today. I shared my early business experience on how I was able to leverage a subcontracting relationship to win my first multi-year contract. That first government contract with the local county government gave my company a chance to build strong past performance and references that I was able to use to compete in other counties and eventually local utilities and state agencies. Constantly building references that I would eventually parlay into doing business with the federal government. I shared in, in one of the earlier Courage to Succeed podcasts the challenges of preparing uh, requests for proposals in the government market and how having a strong past performance on similar size projects is a key evaluation factor. First, understanding the requirements of doing business with the various types and sizes of government organizations and designing the strategy around building the capacity, capability, team, and past performance that helps you to get there may be worth consideration. And there are multiple paths that you can design to take advantage of the massive government market segment. Take some time to understand what the requirements and expectations expectations are in this market and build a strategy that fit with your ambition but be creative and take the next step to help your business succeed thank you for listening to the this episode of the courage to succeed podcast for more information on doing business with the federal government or other governments or assistance with building your strategy, reach out to Shore LLC at www.scottupshaw.net. The Cares to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC and is available wherever you get your podcasts. It can also be found on our website at scottupshaw.net.
I'm your host, Dennis Harris.